All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to the BB Show. I'm your host, uh, Caleb. I'm here with my co-host, Christian. Uh, Christian, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm feeling great. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're coming at you guys with, you know, we usually record this on Sunday nights. Um, that's typically what we do, but me and Caleb are not robots. We have lives outside of this show, um, and even though we have a set time we like to do every week, Bottom line is life happens, and especially on Sundays, um, that's part of the week. Things come up, so we weren't able to get it out last night. But honestly, I, I feel better talking today. I mean, after the uh, little game the Packers served up, but I, I died for us. We'll get to that. You know, it was it was the last game that we're gonna kind of a target is due to it being the well the most recent game we've seen. Um, but just starting off, I mean, Chargers-Chiefs, that was the uh, primetime game for Thursday, which usually Thursday has got some stinkers. Um, some of the times. I feel like the NFL has gotten better over the years, but personally I remember a lot of like Titans-Jags matchups back a couple of years ago. And it was just oh, dude, it was, it was brutal. It was brutal. Browns-Bengals, like it was just like a filler slot. And uh, they're starting to put some more marquee matchups there, if you will. Um, Justin Herbert, I got to give credit where credit's due. Can I just, uh, can I just say something before, before yeah, we get I mean, into the X's and O's? Yeah. I, I think I'm in the majority here. Amazon prime sucked and it made it really just like annoying to have to like go through these hoops to watch the game. I'm texting people for their login. I get that. Like a lot of people have prime. But I just don't really understand the, the the thought process behind limiting your audience for a prime time game. I just it doesn't like I, I it doesn't I, make I, sense to me. Those has to be pulling out the bag because I mean let's let's face it, um, a lot of football fans like ourselves even are like I mean I do have Amazon Prime. I'm lucky in that sense, but like not everybody has it. Like you've mentioned and the. I think the bigger point is like it's apps, it's streaming. That's a target for like your younger audience. You got guys that, I mean, 40, 50 year old guys don't know how to use cell phones. Some of them, like you can't tell me that like the older generation isn't going to turn on cable, look for, you know, Thursday night game. And it's not there. Like it's like, Oh, you got to watch it on prime. That, that's ridiculous. Well, not- yeah. And, I don't understand. Like, there's people out there. I know this is true. Who don't have smart TVs? Don't fi- don't have fire sticks. Don't have these things. And it's right. like, I understand. Like, hey, if we want to exclusively do this and make this deal, that's fine. Let's also put the game on like NF- you know our network, NFL Network, which never shows games. Let's do that and like have the broadcast be the exact same. Plug Amazon Prime. Give them as much ad space as they want. But, like, I just don't – the rationale behind limiting the audience does – not like, he has to be forking over some real cash, which I know he's got it. But, like, it's still from a perspective of, like, why are you doing that? Like, what are you – like, you're the NFL. You have money. Like, what is more money really doing for you other than, like, I, I really don't – I wish even if he was thought that way. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I just – it didn't make sense to me. 
And honestly, like, it wasn't frustrating. Like, the, the commentary was fine. The biggest part that was annoying was it wasn't streaming very well. Like, the software, like, it was laggy. It had issues. It wasn't, like, picture clear, which is being nitpicky. But it's like, dude, that, that's what every other game is. So when you have one game, which is, like, prime time Thursday, like, it's Thursday night football. It's been around forever, like. When that's going to struggle, it just takes down the product. And especially when the first matchup on that is Chargers-Chiefs, which everybody's looking forward to, I'm just not a fan. I I totally agree with you Uh, completely 100% because, let's face it, when we were watching any of the games yesterday, I mean, I didn't have any problems because you're watching it on TV. (laughs) Let's just face it. If I had some problems during the Packers-Bears game, I would have been a little upset. Probably been pretty irked today. But, like, it doesn't happen. So and let me when- just clarify for the audience, too. I don't have internet problems, okay? This was a common thing. And, like, no. I-, I could go on Netflix and stream and experience no delays. So it wasn't on my end. And that was very common. So before you guys, you know, start saying that, that's not, that's not true. Better internet. Yeah, no. It's, it's definitely it was the launch of Amazon Prime, like, they're like first time at it and i would definitely agree in the sense that like their first crack at it was it this it, yeah all that 100 like yeah it's it is the nfl is like one of the most popular sports in america i would argue like it's i don't know if it really is a debate um, it's not in terms of audience and views like it's a big deal you, you can't you just can't let like i'm sorry like that's something you expect in video games and you know with bad like people are tuning in you have to have the most optimal running program um but yeah we could you know cry about that all day it just bottom line is i just didn't like it you know there's nothing i can do to change it but it just it was unnecessary it was I just don't under, I don't understand the, the finances behind it, and I I never will probably. But yeah, wish I was more of a businessman. Um, but just panning back to the game, I mean it. Even though the Chargers lost, I was kind of just, Herbert looked great. Um, looks like he's still going to continue to be that guy. I think we all kind of knew that. Um, still love the Chiefs going far this year. I mean they keep winning games. They've won against the Cardinals, who we saw put up a fight yesterday in a crazy thriller um, against, I still believe, to be a very good Vegas team. Um, but bottom line is the Chargers did lose that game. Um, are they 0-2 now? No, no, They are 1-1. One and one. They beat the Raiders in week one. They beat the Raiders, which uh, that is a, that's a solid win. Um, and, yeah, I, there was, you know, like, Whole cra- I think the craziest play for me was Derwin James, just like completely oh WWE like spine bust. <laughs> Travis Travis Kelsey, but like for people who don't know, is six five, like two two eighty, can move. Like he's he's not easy to just ragdoll. <laughs> yeah, was like uh, I can't even say it was like a Madden hit stick because they don't even have that animation in the game. Like, <laughs> it was it was so absurd to watch him just pick him up and slam him to the ground. I just oh insane insanity. I mean, I don't know if you had any other thoughts or takeaways. I think this is a game personally that like what if we knew it was gonna be close. 
Uh, I believe I picked Chiefs just because I think they're the AFC favorite still. You did, yeah. I, I missed. I had Chargers, which, for the record, I, I was uh, I, I was pretty upset with the way the game played out because if not for I think it was either Gerald I think it was Gerald Everett. Um, Ooh, it was ran Gerald Everett. On, who ran just the laziest route, dude. And it came out later on Twitter uh, that he, like, had asked to sub out before that because he had just caught the ball to get them down to the goal line. And, like, look, I, I'm not excusing Herb's pick six, even though I kind of am because it was an awful route. I think route. it's excusable, personally. It, I think it is because you got to look at the timing. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, Gerald Everett, like, they practice that. That's You practice, like, how you play. So when you don't run the route, how you do it in practice, oh, I yeah. know you it was, run that in practice. As soon as I – at first I thought it was his fault for missing inside. And then they showed the replay, and I knew immediately it was like, dude, he just screwed him over. Like, he's just yeah. standing there menacingly. Like, I don't <laughs> – like, it was so bad. I don't know, like, what – how to, like, put into words how lazy this route was and the reason – like, it's an – it's like a sit route on the goal line and he jumps to the outside and like, there's some miscommunication, but it's still just like, dude, I don't, I don't know. And it was at a horrible time in the game. And I was just like, dude, we were about to go up. Like I felt so good. And then it was just a complete flip, but yeah. Worst timing possible. I mean, that was, could have been six for you guys and it went six the other way. Yeah. All that to like, say, all that to say, it's hard to win an Arrowhead, especially in prime time. Um, Mahomes is still that dude. The Chiefs are still that team. Uh, the Chargers are fine. Um, they, those are the games, though, that if they're gonna, you know, they didn't even make the playoffs last year. As much as we consider them contenders, like if they're gonna improve on what they've been, you know, take that step forward this year. Uh, those are the games that need to win. Bottom line. Um, Especially in a division game, um, if they had gotten one, if they had knocked off Kansas City at home, that would have been big time for them. Um, but Herb looked good. I hope he's healthy. Um, I think it, I think I saw just bruised ribs. Um, he'll probably play next week, but don't quote me on it. But um, oh no, I do need to give a shout out uh, that fourth down at the end of the game uh, when Herbert was hurt and he roped it to Joshua Palmer after just like barely standing up. Do you know what I'm talking about? Before they scored their last touchdown? He basically broke his ribs. Oh, my gosh. That was – that. it was – wow. I don't even know how to describe that throw. It was on another level. Um, Honestly, Herbert is in the category. I mean, there's four or five guys that stand out at the quarterback position right now uh, compared to the rest of the league, and he's one of them. and yeah, it was a fun. I'll say this: it was a fun Thursday night game, and uh, nothing really changes from it. Um, two good teams going at it. One's got to win. Definitely. Um, I think we'll just pan because well, so yeah, it was one of those games. Can't ask for much better, especially on a Thursday night. Um, one that was really interesting was that Buccaneers Saints game. Um, yeah. Even though. Like, Buccaneers won by 10, 
the Saints definitely don't look great, but they still have Brady's number. Like defensively, he had three points at half. And I mean, granted, they got 20, but like there was a lot of uh, favors from Jameis Winston. <laughs> he threw three, three to the other team, uh, his former team. I don't know if he forgot who he was playing for. Uh, brother took six sacks. I understand Jeez. he like a back issue, but like he was just kind of under fire all game. Um, and I don't know. I, I just think as a Saints fan, that's does not bode well for your playoff chances. Just oh, I'm sorry, their offense just lost. And I think a lot of people could agree that if there's gonna be anything wrong with the Saints, it's gonna be inconsistent offensive play. Just at the quarterback position. Yeah, yeah, it's a really pinpoint. Yeah, the, <laughs> the QB, uh, they could light you up one week and then literally not show up like they did on Sunday. Um, and for the Buccaneers, I mean, their defense still looks good. I, I can't make any knocks on that. It's just, uh, you know, they didn't have. Julio Jones, I understand that. I understand Chris Godwin is still out. I understand Mike Evans got ejected. But, I mean, for Tom Brady, it was – can't say he had a good game. No, yeah. no way. <laughs> I, so, uh, uh, my question marks, despite them being 2-0, and still stand uh, in Tampa Bay, especially with Green Bay coming to town next week. And I don't even know if they have a receiver who's healthy. My um, Mike Evans is healthy, but he can't play. So, right. uh, who's going to catch passes um, besides Leonard Fournette? We'll find out. Um, Tampa Bay is still, yeah. I mean, they're still a top NFC team. They're still a contender, but they they don't. The, the NFC right now does just not look as as crisp as the AFC. You know, um, I would agree with you. I would definitely agree, which I personally thought would be the other way around coming into this year, which I'll, right now I looks like I'm dead wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. NFC looks kind of nuts. I think you hit it on the head with uh, the Saints famous Jameis. Uh, he's a hit or a miss week to week. Um, they'll probably win eight or nine games be right around 500 because of that because when he plays he's great uh, when he plays good he's great and when he doesn't he looks like this um and yeah i think the saints are gonna be you know like i just said i think they're gonna be around 500 if it, if this trend continues and the bucks um somehow they're two and oh i don't feel like they've played good in either game so you know yeah no this is true We'll so that see. Game is going to be the ultimate test, but really both sides. Um, we're definitely going to talk more about that on Wednesday for sure. Um, yeah. But just continue the recap. Know, just wild game that needs to be. I think we got to just dive into it. That Dolphins Ravens being twenty-one, like down twenty-one points in the fourth quarter in college. That's tough to come back from. When you were down 35-14 in the NFL and the fourth quarter starts, you're you're like a touchdown away from you're pulling your starters. Like, it's very difficult to come back. And not only did the Dolphins come back, 
They won. Tua had six. Tua turned the ball over, had six touchdown passes, over 400 yards. And, I mean, great. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I'm not surprised on them doing their thing. But the fact they both went nuclear was, like, insanity. It was just insanity to watch. Big plays everywhere. Lamar was ripping off a long run. Um, I just think that bottom line for the Ravens is how do you let it happen? I, I, here's just, the – Especially here's, for John Harbaugh, I, I didn't expect him to do that, you know? Here, here okay, uh, I, I have a lot to say about this game. Uh, starting with, I told you guys so. I told you so. <laughs> I don't understand Tua hate. It, it, I swear. I saw. I still see it on Twitter. I still see people saying, "Oh, you know, he he just got lucky. Like he's he's still mid. Like he got bailed by Tyreek and Jalen Waddle." It's like, dude, I what what more do you want? He threw six touchdowns and 469 yards passing. That's almost 500. That's one big play away from 500 yards passing. I don't, I, I just, I don't understand it. I think, I swear, I think people just think he throws bad because he's left-handed. I genuinely think people aren't used to watching a lefty quarterback and it bothers them. That's like the bottom line. I think, I, I don't know what more you can ask for. Tua, the Dolphins, they just knocked off a great AFC contender. I don't know what, you know, uh, uh, AFC playoff team at the very least. I don't think they're in the top, the Ravens are in the top echelon of AFC um, contenders, but the, the, the Dolphins play the Bills next week, so we're going to find out, right? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know what, like everything I've been saying about Tua is so justified now. He finds ways to win games. He doesn't make it look pretty all the time, but he's like a modern-day better version of Tim Tebow who just shows up in the fourth quarter and does things like this, outscores the Ravens 28-3 to to win the game. I don't, I don't know what more my argument needs. To a, how can he not be the guy down there? How is there still question marks? It doesn't make sense with what he's done. They would show they were one in six last year and were a bubble playoff team. He took them from like three wins to the playoffs and winning ten or ten or eleven games two years ago with Brian Flores, who was like found out to be throwing games away for money. Like I I don't understand what the question mark still is. And if you guys like, please ask away because I I, I want to know where you guys are coming from because it doesn't make sense. Uh, on the other side of the ball. I off the how does the Lamar play a more perfect game? Uh, twenty one for twenty nine, three hundred eighteen yards passing, three touchdowns, and then nine carries for one hundred nineteen yards and another touchdown. What? What? I don't. I. I. I losing that game with those Lamar numbers is kind of seems almost impossible unless you just give up on defense. Um. I think part of the problem was they don't really have a running game outside of Lamar, in my opinion. Um, outside of the 79-yard run, granted, Lamar still had fine rushing numbers, but as a team, like no one else is doing anything. 
Uh, yeah, which is which they, is surprising. Like that's a good point. Backs, which, that's a good point. It, it's it's surprising yeah, it's, because this is a team that's supposed to be the best running football team in the league. Right, and, and especially yeah, when you bring up that point, it's they like run it the most. They're the most efficient. They had a record for like longest streak of like hundred yard uh, rushing games for a long time. Yeah, the. The whole thing, that's what they do. It's like when you get up 35-14, Mark brings you out to this lead right out of the gate. You just chew the clock up and you win. And they couldn't do that. And just punt, punt, punt. I, I, I think that could be a genuine concern is when Lamar has to go from playing quarterback to quarter running back. Like that's Yeah, that's when you got to close out a game, you don't want – that to be your number one running source. Can't you can't you can't run that guy three times in a row? I'm sorry, like I, prayers up to Trey Lance, but like you see, yeah, exactly, the problem. exactly. Like, that is your franchise. Like he goes down. We saw what happened to him last year. So I think they got to get that figured out. Not saying he shouldn't run because we saw that he can be dangerous, but. He can't be running it like you know Cam Newton has you know twenty times can't do that anymore i don't think it's that's just not the way you can play in the nfl these days no he's not derrick henry no he's lamar jackson exactly like he's not he's not designed and you shouldn't be carrying the ball i mean nine carries is a lot for a quarterback anyways honestly but one i know one of them's a long you know a long run and and stuff but yeah I, i think that 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 concludes my rant for that game um there was another crazy game that none of us saw coming uh that happened this weekend um it happened down in jacksonville i'd love to hear your uh love to hear you uh hand it to me here because my super bowl pick is uh terrible uh listen i I yeah, jeez. I, uh, I was gonna say your Super Bowl pick isn't terrible. Matt Ryan's just terrible, but um, no. I mean, twenty four zero to the Jags. You, you just can't really put that nicely. Um, it it's how it looked on the scoreboard. Trevor Lawrence rolled. Um, they didn't really have much of a ground game either. And you know what? Similar though? to the Ravens, but- like good for Trevor Lawrence. Good for him. Yeah, I would agree. I think a lot of people were kind of concerned, but so far this year, like he looks established. And it's crazy. You get like an actual coach, what that can do for you. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they always say like when your second year starting, if you don't start to look good, that's when we start asking, you know, is this a bust? Um, and yeah, you can keep going. Right? No, no. Yeah, I'll uh, just touch on the whole uh, Matty Ice Cold as of late, um, I expected, like, I know you expect astronomical things. I expected better things from Matt Ryan. I thought, you know, just a, a decent day, especially against Jacksonville. For some reason, the Colts can't win in Jacksonville. Historically, that's I think, been dating back since 2014. and won there, which is just bizarre because Jacksonville has been bad since then. But Matt Ryan, like, I just expected more. I, I knew he wasn't this, 
you know, elite guy. I knew he was falling off, but what's at this point? He's not been better than Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, Carson considering Wentz has outplayed him. Considering Carson Wentz is leading the league in touchdowns right now, yeah, <laughs> or at least tied for I the lead. Hate to say it, but like it's. It is what it is. Like the Colts right now, it looks like they made a huge mistake. I mean, I... you. And listen, you can blame Wentz for the debacle in Jacksonville last year. You know, the Colts didn't make it to the playoffs. But as of right now, it's it, it kind of to me feels like Frank Reich is trying to get Matt Ryan going, and it's at the cost of the team because again, Jonathan Taylor. 10 total touches. That's just not enough. That's that's yeah. just not enough. That he needs to be getting fed the ball at a Derrick Henry like pace. Like I'm at least 20 to 25 touches. 30 is not bad either. Like he's one of those guys that is built to handle that. Matt Ryan is an aging dude. He, he needs to throw less. I'm sorry. Like he just he needs to be throwing the ball. 20, 25 times a game. He's not the guy that can just go out and put up 400, 500-yard performances anymore. Doesn't have mobility. Yeah. He's not Tua. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to be honest. Like, not a like Matt Ryan hater. It's just expected so much more, man, especially in this Colts offense. The way Frank Reich has been able to just get by with literally a new quarterback every year since Andrew Luck. Like, it was Scott Tolzien, Jacoby Brissett, you know, Carson Wentz. You got Phillip Rivers in his last year. Like, it's been a, a rotating door. And I was like, well, you know, Matt Ryan, he's old. But they can give him a couple more years, keep that playoff window open. Not at the way he's playing. And yeah. Fortunately, too, that Super Bowl, if he doesn't step it up, there is no shot. They can get there with, I'm sorry, just bad – like, it's not even mediocre. It's They have bad quarterback play at the position. Right now, Matt Ryan's probably, in terms of QBR, like, at the bottom of the league. And yeah. At really this cool. point for Indianapolis, are we thinking about Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud? I don't think they tank. Do you, uh, no way, right? I mean, I hope now, they don't because it makes my pick look worse, but – I, I, it's a genuine question at this point because it's been a revolving door since Andrew Luck, and the reality is, is Andrew Luck would still be playing, and he'd still be elite if he did not retire so young. And so it's just like it, Frank Reich has gotten the short end of the stick in that sense, but at the same time, dude, why can't you guys win a game in Jacksonville? This is like the only Jacksonville team since 2014, with the exception of 2017, that that's like, all right, you know, Jacksonville's like, they're, they're, they're not bottom feeders this year. They've had two teams in eight years that are not like bottom three in the league. Yeah, like total. Just How do you keep losing in Jacksonville? I don't, I, I it, it boggles my mind, honest, honest to God. But no, I, I. 10 years and counting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're eight. Yeah, um, I, I don't. John, you said it on the. You said it. You hit it on. Hit the nail on the head. Jonathan Taylor uh, needs more touches. 
Um, 54 yards rushing is not enough. Um, I don't care if you're playing from behind. Uh, it's it's just not enough. That That's who you are. Like, go be who you are. You know, go be a play-action passing team that runs the ball 25, 30 times a game. Uh, maybe he gets 20 to 30 touches, and, you know, you got somebody to spell him who gets 5 to 7, and, and you run the ball down their throats, and you win games like that. And then, and then it opens up the passing game. But it, it, you're not a team that can go throw the ball 40 times a game. You're not. No. You're not that guy, pal. Trust yeah. me, you're, you're not that guy, Matt. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just, Matt Ryan, I hate to, I didn't mean to bury him, you know, but on the other flip side of it, hats off to the Jags. Hopefully this is a step in the right direction. They are competitive week one. They had a shutout, dominant win against what we all thought to be a pretty formidable Colts team in week two. Um, so, hey, maybe they're sleepy, you know, Sleepy playoff team if they get the. I, I mean, I think they could. Like, they if they continue on this up trend, I think that they could steal. You're talking about the Jaguars? Yeah, I may steal Steal the AFC South, honestly. Assuming that the, I, the Titans are who I think they are, which is not that good. Right. They got the Bills tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, we are really. They could be atop the division tonight at one and one. Jeez, dude, what a joke. That is wild. Um, I think we should just – I like the idea of just ripping on just crap offense because more uh, crap offense was seen in the Patriots-Steelers game. Uh, that was just was terrible to watch. Do we even need to spend that much time on this game? I mean, it's, it's... – I, I don't have time on it. <laughs> I mean, uh, Quite frankly, Trubisky is – Trubisky – um, the Patriots found a way to win. I think the Steelers could have very well also found a way to win that defensive battle. But ultimately, both these offenses kind of stink. I mean, Matt Jones, Matt, Matt Jones, Matt Ryan's in my head. Uh, Matt Jones is fine. He's been fine this year. I think he will be a good quarterback in the NFL. Um, did some great things his rookie year, but like Tua looks like he has a higher ceiling right now. I think in terms of ceiling, Mac Jones isn't going to be like crazy high. Um, and quite frankly, I don't like the personnel the Patriots have. I, I think honestly, like they have Belichick, no weapons, none, none. Nelson Aguilar and Jacoby Myers is like your headliners. That's come on, like Belichick as the GM stinks. He's so bad. <laughs> He's so bad. He thinks he knows, like, how to manage contract. I don't know what he does. Drafting stinks. Like, he tries to, like, out-chess, like, everybody, like, to his own hindrance, really. Because when it comes to the field, you see the Patriots always stay competitive. But, I mean, just every offseason, I feel like the Patriots just get worse. And, and this was the case even when Brady was still there. Right, yeah, towards the end of his career. And even some of the teams he brought, like, it was, like, their defense. They put a lot of money in that. But, like, then they left them with – I love Julian Edelman, but, like, he was a quarterback at Kent State. Like, yeah, it, you know, there was Danny Amendola. Like, I don't know. I I think there's definitely – and I won't spend too much time on that, but, like, in terms of Brady versus Belichick, I think Brady's got him – beat in that debate right now um he looks like better off without belichick 
Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I guess, let me phrase, Belichick needs him more than Brady needs Belichick. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to say too much else about this because that game is kind of a stinker. I mean, not too many highlights, just grit and grind football. Patriots get a win. Steelers offense looks sus. And we're hearing the Kenny Pickett chance already, which I think would be a which lot more Which is ridiculous. It's week, it's week two. I mean, come on. You're one and one. Yeah, but dude, he's it's... from Pittsburgh. Like, oh, I, know, I get it. I get it. But, like, don't... guys, come on. They're like, get this hometown hero in. I'm not saying it's the right move either. I, I disagree. I, or I agree with you. Like, it's not going to go well if they just throw him in the fire week three. Yeah. Like, the Steelers' offense is problematic with Trubisky at the helm. It's not all on him. Yeah. No doubt. I, like, I it's, agree. It's um, before we move on, um, I do want to say I did steal a win there. Uh, I had the Patriots in that game. Those that just stupid 50-50 game. Um, so I was pretty. I was pleased to see the score, not pleased to see the product on the field. Um, and that's all I have left to say about that. But uh, moving on, um, there was a game uh, this week that involved two very poor teams that still uh, ended up in a shocking. Ended in a shocking manner. I didn't think we were going to have to spend some time on this game, but uh, Garrett Wilson and Joe Flacco have decided that we need to at least mention them. Um, (laughs) I'm going to read a stat uh, that just pretty much sums up how I feel about how this game ended. Uh, The Browns blew a 13-point lead in the final minute, 22 seconds, to lose to the Jets 31-30. NFL teams had won the last... 2,229 consecutive games when leading by at least 13 points in the final two minutes. The last team that blew this kind of lead, the Cleveland Browns in week nine of the 2001 NFL season versus the Chicago Bears. I don't even remember that game or have heard of it, but man, does that just sum up Cleveland, man. That's just the Browns right there, man. You said 2001? Yeah. We haven't seen something like this happen in over 20 years. Yeah. Um, I hate to be that guy because Nick Chubb had a great day. Oh, like, I yeah, he, he did, man. Touchdowns, like, he, you know, I, I hate, but he cost him the game. Did Nick if Chubb cost him the game? If he would have went down at a certain point, like, so he had picked up first down and scored. If he would have just went down, they would have ran out that clock. The Jets uh, went down. They had a 99.9% uh, chance to win at the time the Browns had possession. Dude, Granted, no, they you can't. And it still went no, back. you can't blame – job for this. Not all That's play. ridiculous, dude, because the defense not only had a chance to stop them once, uh, they had a chance to stop them twice, and then we're forgetting about the fact that they let them recover an onside kick. And it was against Joe Flacco. And it was Joe Flacco. Who I will clarify is elite. As of 2015, I mean, yeah, maybe an elite backup. But, I mean, geez, uh, looking at his numbers 26, 44, uh, 307, four touchdowns. Turn back the clock about 10 years, you know, little Super Bowl Joe Flacco. I, I was cool to watch, but uh, not as a Browns fan. And 
I, I will agree. I don't think Chubb deserves all the blame. I think, yeah, the fact I'm criticizing a guy for scoring a touchdown in the NFL is maybe a little weak. I just got to point it out that watching it, I was like, hmm, you know, if you want to down there, this game's over. But yeah, all right. The Jets <laughs> scored 17 points in the fourth quarter alone. Um, it's hard to blame that on on the Browns' offense. Honestly, they scored thirty points. Yeah. I, I don't even think they played bad. I mean, agreed. No, actually, that Browns' offense played really well. And Brissett doing Jacoby Brissett things. Yeah, he got picked off, but he was very efficient. He only had a couple incompletions for the day. I mean, everything they were doing was working. They had the chains rolling. I still love Kevin Stefanski as a coach. And like yeah. honestly, like it's a game that they should have won. It's just. That defense, just, I, I, I it's, get it's, it done. Like, it's, it's the Jets, man. It's yeah. Hey, hey, I don't, I don't want to start this. Oh gosh, but is there a QB controversy brewing in New York right now? If Zach Wilson comes back healthy. Or should they just run with Joe Flacco? What's the uh, I pose this question to that question. What's the incentive to start Joe Flacco? Are we well, are we hoping to make the playoffs here? Is that the is that like that's your incentive is to win seven games instead of five? Uh yeah, I mean I would agree with you personally. Like the outlook is not great. I would Unless never... he, I mean, if he continues on this trend and they start to like beat teams that aren't the Browns in a fashion that doesn't look fluky, maybe. Right. Like, all right. Let's say, like, let's just for example, we're, we're the Jets. We're just simulating here. We become Jets GMs, and they start off the season three and one with Joe Flacco at the helm. He's doing the things he's doing right now. What do you do? Do you? Do yeah, you, I, I think three and one is that's that's we, a good enough. Yeah, if we get to three and one, it's it's a it's a question mark. It's a question yeah. mark, especially if Joe Flacco looks like he did uh, four touchdowns, three hundred yards. I mean, it's 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 hard to argue. Uh, yeah. But if it's two and two, I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I don't know who else. I, I don't see them winning another game. Like, they, they shouldn't have even won this game. And I hate to be that guy, <laughs> but it's like. <laughs> we're to, we're asking like, these questions about the Jets, like guys. Like, what are we doing? It's the Jets. That they're, they're not good. They're not going anywhere. So, what incentive do you have to start the aging, high thirty-year-old Joe backup Joe Flacco uh, instead of your young first, second overall pick from last year or two years ago that needs to continue to develop? I, I mean, I I don't. No. Endless. It was. It's just one of those things. You They're not going to make the playoffs, dude. Like this is. No, oh this no. is Such a. I, that. I just think Jets fans, if heck they win next week, they're going to be calling like they'll be like Keep Flacco in. You saw the hype with Mike White last year. Like it's, it's the Jets. Like you're saying, they're so bad. Any glimmer of hope is hope. You know. It's so. It's like well. If, Maybe we rip off a couple wins. You know, maybe we sneak in and get a playoff berth. It's worth it with Flacco for them. But I'm agreeing with you. That, like, as general manager, I don't personally, even if they go 3 1, 4 1, 5, I still, I'm like, yep, yeah, Zach Wilson's our guy. Because you just, like, you, like you said, you have to. 
you you invest. You have to do it. If you get to three and one, that's great. That's yeah. great. You guys are a good team then. Zach right. Wilson's supposed to be better than Joe Flacco, so you should keep winning games with him. Yeah, no, in theory, yeah, you should be fine. And if that team's so good, you should be good enough to, you know, burden that weight of a younger quarterback. And if Zach Wilson is who he's supposed to be, which I've heard Rodgers comparisons, which is ridiculous. I mean, it's the Jets, Jets fans, so not surprised. Big Apple. But, yeah, honestly, I feel like we spent too much time on this game considering this is the only thing the Jets probably do all year. Quite frankly, it's probably the most time they're going to get on our show. All I just, I just want to also say the flip side of this: the Browns should be two and zero with Jacoby Brissett at the helm. I mean, yeah. this is—I I think I wrote this team off without Deshaun. Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they're uh, six and five when he comes back. Seven and four. I mean, I—I yeah. I don't know. I, I think that they're—they're—they look really good. Um, defensively, you got to answer what the what the frick just happened. You got to figure out what just happened. But uh, interested to see where they go going forward, I guess, because um, they're surpassing expectations so far. No doubt, no doubt. But uh, I, I, I've been holding it back. How about the Lions? How about the Lions? <laughs> uh, Thirty. They are average. 35 and a half points. If I'm doing the math right in my head, because they had 35 last week and 36 this week. Yeah, man. One of the elite offenses of the NFL is DeAndre Swift. No, no, I'm not going to start going in it. But this, like, great. Their offenses look really good. Jared Goff probably looks the best he's had in a while. On Ross St. Brown is. Going, he's ascending. Could be a top five receiver in the league. He's elite. Like it this this year. Um, and yeah, like I all I really gotta say is the Lions look better. They look like the team I was kind of predicting of gonna be in probably every game. May not have a winning record, but they're gonna give you problems. And I think next year they're gonna get some pieces, kind of build on what they got. We'll just. Wow. It's going to be nuts. Aiden Hutchinson was a hit. Yeah, three sacks. Yeah. like. And here's the, here's the crazy part about it. The commanders didn't play that bad. Carson Wentz played another solid game. I mean, the Lions went out and the Lions went out and beat a half-decent team. I, I, I mean... Oh yeah, I, especially I, the defensive team, in, in my opinion, at yeah. least they're projected to be. And the way Carson Wentz has still been playing, make no mistake. Like you know, they lost that game. Like Carson Wentz played well. Yeah, he's playing well for a team that has no run game. They uh, yeah, none. Like they were relying on Wentz till his arm falls off. And I'm not gonna say it's been completely working because they're one and one. But on the offensive side of the ball, it's working. I don't think if you score 27 points in the NFL, uh, I think it's more on the defense, personally, if you lose that game. Just have to agree. I mean, look, Uh, hey, this is what I said. I said if uh, I'm going to keep betting against the Lions until they prove me wrong, well, I've been proven wrong. So now (laughs) I I, I officially – 
I recognize uh, this is a team that knows how to win football games. And uh, I commend you for your uh, your your ballsy pick last week. Hey, um, I appreciate it. It was I a really solid do. upset take. You know, it, it really was. I'm very, yeah. you know, hey, hats uh-huh. off. Hey, I appreciate it, pal, because I got to own up to a, a pretty – Pretty bad gaff. You know, yeah. man, you live it. You live and die by. You live and die by I, the upset. I, I'm not gonna apologize. Like, you know, I like if I had to make the pick again, I would. But I do gotta own up to it and be like, uh, but before we get to the afternoon window, just gotta touch on it because it's the last noon game. The Giants Panthers again, one of those like Steelers Patriots games. Dud Mayfield. Still stinks. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Jones is still pedestrian. The Giants are two and zero somehow, um, and really neither team looks great. To be honest, here with you. here's like, what sticks this, out to me about this. Uh, not to interrupt, but uh, the sh- my short thoughts on this game. Um, Baker's pedestrian. He's terrible. Um, it worse than Sam Darnold. Uh, McCaffrey had 100 yards. They finally actually got him the ball. Should bode well for the future. Uh, and the Giants, man, they uh, don't look pretty, but they're 2-0. and And they're winning close games. Two close games within a field goal that they're winning. And that, to me, if a team can win consistently close games, it, it'll take you to the playoffs at the very least, um, especially in that division. Uh, unless, you know, Philly. But... Um, I'm I'm excited for the Giants to be two and zero. I I it's like happy Giants for them. Jumping off the walls. This is the best your team's looked in years. Yeah, I don't think great. The Tennessee win was impressive, but I don't know. Panthers when they won, but again, Panthers just don't really look that great either. And uh, I would agree to your point. Mayfield looks worse than Darnold. I think it might if he sticks on this path. You got to start looking back towards Sam Darnold because again, they were drafted in the same class, were they not? I think they were. I think Darnold was number three in 2018. So it's like both of them are young. It's not like with the Jets situation or like a, a lot of teams, honestly, like where you're, you'd be moving back to like an, a veteran, a guy that you've kind of known. Um, yeah, we kind of know, I guess, who Darnold is, but I still think he's got it personally. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Carolina's a team that needs to start thinking about uh, Bryce Young or C.J. Straub. True. Very true. I mean, I... It's kind of McCaffrey or bust, and even with him having a good day, they just still look bad. They just did. And, uh, there's nothing really else you can do. And like you said, hope you get a generational prospect so you don't have to do this game of... Uh, just flipping quarterbacks around, man. I, I I don't really know what's what what's the struggle with Baker. I, I liked him in Cleveland. I thought he was better than people gave him credit for. And now I'm being proven wrong. <laughs> I just I don't know what it is, man. I, I mean, do you have the answer? Because what what I felt like this was a good situation for him. I felt like he was gonna take a step up. He's be somewhere where somebody wanted him to be. I'm just disappointed so far. I really don't have an answer because I kind of was on the same boat. Like, well, he gets a lot of hate kind of for, I don't want to say no reason. I think he thinks he's better than he is. So that's where he 
gets a lot of the hate from. But I was like, oh, this guy should still be fine. I mean, he's number one pick for a reason. He was able to turn Cleveland into a winning team. Not turn around completely, but he's definitely a big part of it. Oh, they won, two, they won a game in two years, and then they were in the playoffs. I mean, what do we – I mean – Right, it'd be Pittsburgh. Like, I, I can't, you know, say a lot of bad things in his time in Cleveland. Is I and really, I thought going to Carolina, he is one of those guys that you need to move around in the pocket, uh, heavy play action, make the game kind of simple for him. Mm-hmm. And with McCaffrey, you would think like you can hand it to him, you can check it down to him. I thought it was a good you fit. Think, yeah, you think it's a perfect fit, and yet Big can you complete half his throws. Yeah, I mean, maybe he'll turn it around. You know, it's still early in the year. It's only it, week two. Right. And, yeah, this could be an whole overreaction Monday. But um, speaking I, of I, um, some overreactions, uh, not to interrupt you, but uh, I don't I quite understand your um, your distaste for your Falcons pick here. Uh, this was a close game, man. You almost did it. You almost went two and zero on the upset picks this week. Yeah, and I guess you know towards yeah they they came screaming back in that second half. I will concede, um, but mentally, once it was literally twenty eight to three again, <laughs> we're down. I chalked it up. I was like, this is. This is dead, man. I'm, no, no, I kind of stopped following it, to be completely honest with you. But then I started the other start, kind of just pick away, get back into the game. And they literally had a shot to win that, um, which was cool. But yeah, I don't I, think it's a bad pick, man. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you pick a team to lose, you pick a team. Against the defending Super Bowl champion, who's not a good a bottom league, you know the Falcons are bottom tier, and they lose by four. I'll score them seventeen to three in the fourth quarter. I mean, kind of look like you know what you were talking about a little bit. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll take. You know, I, I appreciate that because <laughs> I, I gotta take those. You know, but ultimately, ah, uh, ah, I. I I, I was so like they just looked so bad out of the game. Yeah, <laughs> like, it looked like I was gonna look really bad, and now I look fine, like sort of intelligent. Um, just say that since they gave me that kind of scare, might stay away from the Falcons in the future. Uh, just they don't. It seems got a couple guys, got a couple pieces, but ultimately they're just so inconsistent as a team. I never know what I'm getting from Mariota. Dude, where's Kyle Pitts? Why are we holding him back? Is he is he trash? Oh, he's he's, he's blocking, man. What? Why? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't. And this is not just a fantasy manager ranting. The guy is so talented. Why are we? What? Why are we holding him back? Wait, I mean. Questioning the play calling already from Arthur Smith, this guy who's supposed to be an offensive guy. He's making Mariota look okay, but I've also kind of been under the notion that Mariota's been okay. I, I think he's on the same caliber as like James Winston, and James Winston keeps getting starting jobs. I, I think Mariota probably has a shot 
maybe like Pittsburgh and some other places. But like, I would agree. Like, yeah, his fantasy manager upset about Pitts. Seeing the way they're using Cordell Patterson, like, man, where's number eighty-four for a reason? He's a receiver first. Not saying you play him at receiver, but you use him in like the McCaffrey role. And they're like not getting him involved in passing. No, he's like, like a oh. bell cow running back. It's like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> that's that's I, like I, on hand. It's like Randall Cobb or something. It's like no, bro. it's like when Ty Montgomery was playing running yeah. back for the Packers. That's a blast to the past. Yeah, Ty Montgomery literally was a eighty-eight. Like same thing. Like he just moved them from receiver running back, but they're back there because it's like yeah, they can pass pro a bit. They can get some outside handoffs. You can get them in space. You know how to use them like a Debo roll. Yeah. You know, hand them up the mid. What are you? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not like last year when you uh, – was it Mike Davis they brought in and he was supposed to be the bell cow back and then Cordell just got hot and kind of took over. Like, no, we're just starting with Cordell, 33-year-old Cordell Patterson. And we're just – you know, we're just going to run him just like he's Derek Henry. It's like the Lamar Jackson conversation. It just doesn't make sense, man. Yes. Bing, like, it just doesn't make sense. First, like, both yeah. great. Does, there's a lot of, even with, we'll get to a couple of games in the future. Like, there's there's things that just didn't make sense. And it's like, these are guys that coaches that get paid millions to coach this game, to provide their insight and expertise. <laughs> and telling me this is expertise, like, and Using a receiver as a power running back, I, just, I yeah I can't get behind that. I my uh, my final thoughts on this game. I would like to provide an update to all the concerned uh, people out there. Cam Akers is indeed alive. Um, he exists. So um, we you know praise the Lord. We're you know he's out there. He touched the ball fifteen times uh, and had two catches, so seventeen touches. Um, he, he is alive guys. So, um, not great production, but, um, you know, we're just happy. He's still, he's still living, man. A, a little bit out of McVay's doghouse for whatever reason that may be. Um, yeah. the 49ers Seahawks game. Yeah, that's, man. That's just, it was just kind of sad seeing Trey go down. And, and then we found out it's for the year too. It's you hate to see it, man. You, you don't, you don't, you don't. You hate to see it. It doesn't matter who it is. Wouldn't wish it upon no, anybody. For a guy that like had a very promising future, um, not gonna be like promising start from you know last week, but as a talent, like you, everyone saw it. There was a reason they still had it. Jimmy G took them to the conference championship last year. And yeah, Trey Lance. And that's for a reason. So, like, to not even really get to see him get the opportunity because of injury just sucks. Like, there's no way around it. Um, and you just, oh, man, just praying that the rehab goes well. That is a grind. People don't understand how much of a grind and how tough that is. We see guys just return. I saw season. somebody say this, too, on Twitter. Um, Trey Lance hasn't started back-to-back games since 2019 in his life. Uh, he played that season, his first season with North Dakota State, um, started back-to-back games in 2019. 2020 was a COVID year. He played one game in the fall and then went out for the draft. Uh, and then 2021, uh, he started twice when Jimmy G was out. And 2022, he's now done for the year. 
So hasn't played a lot of football uh, in the last three years, which is just you, you hate to see it, man. I really, a, yeah, yeah. I can't. Um, you know, sucks, but it, for the 49ers, like you got to be content with the fact that you have the best backup quarterback in the NFL. Um, yeah, man, they look so smart right now. Holy cow! Yeah, just the, there's. They're the same team. Like, oh, yeah. it's they're... not a hey, Lance. It's just the fact of the matter is, like, they're still a contender now. You, you don't – you look at this team like they were last year, and I don't know. I, I think just even just seeing the way some of the guys were responding to Jimmy Garoppolo, it wasn't like, uh, you know, hanging their heads or anything like that. They all just rallied around them. and yeah. um, came in, took care of business. Yeah, it's really all you can ask. The dominant win against Seattle, which uh, assuming we'd expect Seattle's play calling is so bad. It's so hard to watch. They won uh, their I, Super Bowl, man. What, what's up? Seattle won their Super Bowl. I, I, it doesn't matter what happens the rest of the season for them. Yeah, I'm not going to harp on it too much, but Geno Smith was okay. Uh, I'm just pointing it out there. He, he had a pick and he didn't score. But like in front of 24 of 30. Yeah, like from an efficiency standpoint and given what he's got to work with. Now, weapons for receiving. They got they yeah, got to be able to run the ball better than Rashad it, Penny, six for 15. Yeah, good grief, man. Nobody could get the ball rolling. It's, it's just – I hate to be that guy, but, like, even though it's passing league, you got to be able to run the ball. Like, it's oh, – Yeah. It, and you even brought up how like you're a fan of teams that can run the ball late in the season, like deep in the playoffs. Like it's a big deal. How do you think the Patriots did so well all those years? I mean, it's the I mean Yeah, that's you what they did. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to do it. No matter how great everything else is, if you can't run the ball at a certain point, your offense just fails through the air. Whether it's the conditions, the, the time of day, like things just happen. There's more but, variables that can cause you to lose. Yeah. Oh, one, yes. That is exactly. Oh, that's exactly what I was searching for. Yeah. Bingo. Like you turn the ball, hand it off somebody. A lot of less variables. It's just are your guys better than the guys in front of you? Yeah. The ball's very, very chess-like. There's a lot that's usually going on. You got to put the ball in tight windows, especially in the NFL. Um. So yeah, that's just my yeah take on that. Is yeah, Seattle needs to run the ball better. So do a lot of teams if they really want to be contenders, as we just kind of touched on. Um, I got a question for you yeah. to, mo- to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how, on a scale of 1 to 10, how fraudulent is the Cincinnati Bengals? Going to go right now. I'm only going to keep it at a – Go a three or a four in years. Why? I don't think they necessarily took any steps back. I think they just kind of look the same, unfortunately. They have the same offensive line problems they did last year, which is bizarre considering all the focus they had on it this offseason. And that's just kind of how they're going to play. It's They live by Joe Burrow and kind of – like he does not look good either. Yeah, I'm not defending him, but – like we kind of brought up earlier, it's only week two. We can say last week, it's only week one. This week, it's only week two. So we get on in the season. 
dude, 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 dude. This would be this would be one conversation if it was Dak that they lost to. They lost to Cooper Rush, dude. Cooper Rush. They couldn't outscore Cooper Rush. I and uh, now for his credit, he looked good. And the Cowboys defense, we touched on it in the Buccaneers game, even though they won that pretty easy. Like, they played well against a very good Tampa Bay offense. They didn't look great like so last year, but when like went healthy, like Julio played that game, Mike Evans was still there. Cowboys locked him down, and they looked good again. I mean, everyone is crapping on Trevon uh, Diggs. Like, just being a kind of inconsistent, big play, hit or miss guy. And he played Jamar Chase really well, in my opinion. Um, and quite frankly, it's just, it's unavoidable. The fact if Burrow's going to be under fire, he can't throw the ball, get it off quick. That means you got to run the ball. You got to be able to soften it up. And he couldn't do that either. So it's kind of back to this theme of like teams that can't run the ball. Um, it's it's gonna be tough. Like it's it's really gonna be tough. I think especially the way defenses are playing nowadays, they're just so quicker and there's a lot of faster guys on the field. Um, they're playing more for the pass, and I think the Bengals are a very pass reliant team, and that just was not working for them. It hasn't worked for them so far this year. So we'll see if they make any changes. But I don't know what changes you can make. Like what do you do if you're like a Cincinnati coach right now? And you're owing two, and you just like you lost it. I have, I, I honestly, going back to last year, I have my hesitations with their play calling. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I think they are better off when Joe Burrow is calling the plays. Mm. You're probably right. I, I'd have to, but I, I, the, the jury's still out on, I think, Zach Taylor's his name. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Jury's still out on Zach Taylor. But um, time will tell how fraudulent last year really was. I think Cincinnati's going to be fine. Um, but 0 and 2, man, that's. I think the numbers on being 0 and 2 and like making the playoffs is. I mean, it gets to get. It's pretty oh, bad, it's bad, man. It's pretty I, bad. It's not a good place to be, especially when your losses are to Mitch Trubisky and Cooper Rush. Yeah, odds not in your favor. They're so. My Ravens pick for the AFC North is looking pretty good. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, <laughs> uh, I did take Cincinnati. Oh boy. Um, uh, moving to the next uh, the next game. Do we really need to spend that much time on Texans Broncos? Um, maybe just to let the people know that Russ cooking, I guess, is the equivalent. <laughs> Microwave hot dogs. Russ, like, Russ cooking is like when you come home after a long day of practice, and you see the crock pot on the table. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what Russ cooking is like, man. No hate to the moms who like to use the crock pot, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah that's. Hey, I tip your hat, but yeah, the majority of people. That's what yeah. it's like, man. Wait for it to slow cook when it finally comes come out. It's just not even good. That was Russ the whole time. You're just waiting. You're, is this guy gonna? No, no. He, he looks like crap. I, I hate to. He looks like Baker Mayfield out there. Let's let's read some numbers here. 
14 of 31. 219, a touchdown and a pick. Uh, Cortland Sutton, by far the leading receiver, 7 for 122. I think Judy got hurt, um, which is unfortunate because that is a good uh, dynamic duo, one-two punch, but uh, not if they can't get the ball in their hands. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of tough to uh, use weapons when – you can't use them. You literally, you don't have a guy that can load the gun. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I, I thought Russell Wilson was. I, I don't know. I, I just expect more. I don't know if it's the scheme. I don't know if it's you know Hackett doesn't know how to use them. Uh, I know that everyone's kind of just going for Nathaniel Hackett right now. Which, as the Packers, I mean, over, look, they won the game. Yeah, against the Texans, and I put up 16. It's like, yeah, it's every win the NFL is great, but like, what does that project them for the rest of the year? If they lose to Seattle and you scrape by the Texans in your first two weeks, the year outlook doesn't look good. (laughs) Objectively, six, five wins. Like, it's not good for – it's not a good time to, I don't think, beat Broncos right now. I know you're like, oh, we won the game, but. Uh, you no, just, no, I'm agreeing it, with you. I'm just okay. trying to play devil's advocate. I mean, they <laughs> look bad, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, a bright side from uh, this game for fantasy people. Uh, Damian Pierce looks like my Rex Burkhead pick was a little or pickup. I uh, didn't say to start him; I just said to pick him up. But uh, looked a little off, which is good news for Damian Pierce owners. Uh, he did have 17 touches, which is. You know, maybe they're just easing him in. Uh, still not a lot of points, but uh, he looked like he was a better, bigger <laughs> part of the that. offense. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, I think there's one more. Yeah. There's yeah. one more. Uh, let, there was another afternoon game? Mm-hmm. What am I forgetting? Oh, dude. <laughs> how did I forget this? <laughs> yep. Uh, Call of Duty. Well, Pre-Call of Duty, Kyler. Turning um, <laughs> turning it on late, man. Holy cow. Yeah, better late than never, as they say. It's uh, For those who are unaware, this game was 20-0, to I believe, like midway through the third quarter. And then the Cardinals just came alive. And uh, the Raiders, who kind of were able to get after Kyler Murray a bit, um, not a lot of sacks. It just in terms of the pass rush was there. He had to sell for a lot of just small gains here and there. They just kind of looked outmatched, especially on the uh, that touchdown run there. He he ran. I think the next gen stats at something like eighty yards total on the play. And I think it was like near, yeah, it was near the goal line. So it was like at least just like a two yard gain touchdown run or whatever. But. It was like a 20-second play. It, 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 no, it literally looked like Tech Mobile. It looked like Bo Jackson and Tech Mobile. It really did. Because there's bigger guys. In the, like, yes. But no, you got, a little, you got a little Kermit the Frog running around making you look like idiots. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Like, it's... I, look, he's a great player. It is so funny. I I just picture like a toddler running away with like their mom's phone or like just stole candy. Like, <laughs> like 
<laughs> I mean, you got it looks like it's like Stewie Griffin is out yeah. there playing quarterback, man. Stewie, like him and Russell Wilson are the same, like same height. No, he's, his five. steps are so short. I swear, yeah. it's so oh. His I, stride I mean, is so short. He looks like Stewie Griffin. It's like cartoonesque. It's yeah. It's if yeah, if you if not anybody out there has not watched a Cardinals game, I, I would recommend just for that reason. Like if they <laughs> watch Kyler Murray play a couple drives and just be like, well, okay, this is kind of entertaining. Um, and especially that end of the game was insane. And that play the two point conversion, AJ Green was a great throw. And we see this all the time for like Kyler Murray's all talent in the world can make every play. But I would argue guys like, uh, I don't know, Michael Vick, Cam Newton. Um, like, you can go down the line of physical great quarterbacks and just honestly, they, they just can't make the play. Like, as talented as they are, you either make the play or you don't. Sometimes yeah. you're inconsistent. I believe Kyler Murray kind of falls into that sometimes where he's just kind of goes MIA especially when Modern Warfare 2 drops. But <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see these things as a Cardinals fan, seeing these moments. And even like last year, he was in the MVP race at a point. And so he's not to be counted out, but it needs to be monitored, like how he really performs this year, because he got paid as well. It, look, and- I was, it, it was good to see the Cardinals. They, they almost like woke up. Like they hadn't played football for six quarters. And then yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, the, the Cardinals are actually a team now. Like, they're, they're going to show up now. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they start rattling off wins. Um, they just looked like themselves. Like, Kyler found a groove. Uh, and, and it just, it, it, I honestly, if, he, if this didn't happen, Kingsbury should, I think he still should be on the hot seat. But uh, if it didn't, he definitely was going to be very soon. So uh, it was good to see the Cardinals. Winning. I mean, they look good offensively for the first time since like week eight or week nine of last year. Honestly, probably AFC West pick. I'm a little. I, I'm a little worried. Yes, just because of the numbers on zero and two. But at the same time, uh, they lost a flukish game. They've looked good, I guess, in these losses. Uh, they lost to the Chargers by five. Uh, they, they don't look like they're a ba- they're not a bad team. You know, I'm not worried about the Raiders like I am about the Broncos. Does that make sense? Like, uh, absolutely. absolutely. Am I worried about the Raiders' pick to win the division uh, because it's just going to be sheerly impossible to get two games back on the Chiefs at this point? Yes, but I don't think the Raiders. Are, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're right there. I, they're going to win the. Eventually, they got to start winning these close games. Maybe I'm wrong, but. I mean, when Renfro is going to fumble twice in overtime, like, <sighs> yeah, very uncharacteristic too. By the way, yeah, it's just like weird, weird things. Which, by the way, dude, I could have swore he threw that ball before he crossed the goal line. I, I could have swore they were going to call that back and they were gonna, the Raiders were going to get the ball on a touchback. I could have <laughs> swore. I was, was just watch. I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually about what an idiot. But. <laughs> <laughs> Appar- apparently, we didn't get Leon Lett 2.0. Um, fingernail away, man. I mean, that was close as you can get from yeah. quite 
literally throwing the game away. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to take us to uh, the Sunday night matchup. Uh, normally on these episodes, uh, we don't have the primetime games, but because we're recording a day late, we have the luxury of talking about the, the good old Green Bay Packers beatdown of the Bears. Um, mm. Can't say I expected much different here. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts, though. Um, just on the yeah. game as a whole, I guess. Yeah, so to, like, just out of the gate, it's like, whoa, crap, it's 7-3. to three. And that was the most nervous I probably felt the rest of the night. <laughs> um, <laughs> the defense looked phenomenal. It was what I was hoping they would become. Um, and especially on week two to be firing all cylinders on that. Granted, I think the Bears are a horrible offensive team. It was nice that they were just able to do what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Um, the Packers, oh, seeing Sammy Watkins make a couple nice plays. Cobb had some just big catches per usual. I feel like in the clutch, that guy, just he doesn't drop passes. Really, he doesn't just drop passes at all. Um, and Aaron Jones was phenomenal, uh, which we all kind of knew. Uh, I think – as many people might disagree with this, the Packers are at their best when Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to throw the football that much. Because when you're not expecting him, like that's when he hurts you the most. Yeah. When you really have to worry about the misdirections and guys coming in motion, that's what I think is so beautiful about Matt LaFleur's offense. I think that's why he's like probably the best starts to a head coaching career like ever. And like in this, he's got like nine regular season losses. Yeah. Um, it's he's he's a great offensive mind, and that's why we brought him in. Uh, the key is to just keep that going, especially like towards the playoffs, to not just fall into this idea of let's just put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands. It's let's put it in his hands with the best position to win. Like, make sure we're doing the right things on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. Um, I sat here on uh, last Wednesday, and I said that the uh, Packers were going to embarrass the Bears on Sunday Night Football, and then the Eagles were going to embarrass the the Vikings on Monday Night Football. And uh, we're on track. Uh, We'll find out tonight if if it uh, rains true, but... Yeah, and hey, I'll give the Bears their credit for uh, scoring on the first drive. You know what I mean? Look, but, the Bears, they like, got some play-calling problems, man. I I, what they're doing out there, personally. I don't know what the goal line play on fourth down when you're giving it to Fields. And why is he in shotgun? Yeah, thank you. What is the point of that? Especially I, came up that short. I mean, oh. Oh, yeah, he gets in if it's a, just a normal QB sneak. Jumps over the I, I don't know what that was. They they abandoned the run game at a certain point and then went back to it. And it's like it was working right away. Why did you stop? It's- why my biggest question is why does Justin Fields only have eleven passing attempts? It's just this why is that offense are just never on the field. Well, I, I oh, guess we go right back off. You understand the ball control. We ran the ball as a team. 
way more than we did pass it. And for like Packers, that's, that's oh yeah, Aaron Jones, uh, fifteen for one thirty-two and a touchdown, averaging eight and a half a carry. And then AJ Dillon had eighteen for sixty-one, averaging three and a half a carry. I mean, that's a hundred ninety rushing yards. Yeah, and I think what's uh, kind of crazy about that though is that the Bears as a team had, I believe, 180. Like, they ran the ball. Almost. Yeah, they did. And it's like, maybe that's why Fields, you know, didn't get to throw it as much. And granted, he got brought down a couple times. But even when he was throwing, he was like, well, who is he even throwing to? And I brought that up last week. Like they're throwing deep balls. Darnell Dude, Mooney, can, can, can but... we stop? No, can we stop? This is going to irritate me. Can we stop with the Darnell Mooney praise? Darnell going to be a wide receiver one on the Packers praise. Dude, I think he has like two catches this entire year. Okay? One of them, he had two targets last night. One catch for negative four receiving yards. I don't care if Justin Fields only had seven completions. Uh, Darnell Mooney is not... First off, he's definitely not better than Amon Ross St. Brown. So let's stop that hype train. He's not even better than Sammy Watkins. And Sammy Watkins is like 50. I'm so sick and tired of this Darnell Mooney, Darnell Mooney, sorry, hype train. He's not good. You're not I don't care how many times you can route a guy up. If you're not catching balls and making, you know, gaining yards, you're not relevant. You're not you're not a, a valuable piece to your offense. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe the Bears will figure out how to actually throw the ball. But for right now, stop it. Because Randall Cobb is having a better season than Darnell Mooney. And Randall Cobb actually is 50. Sammy Watkins is in his 30s. But Randall Cobb actually is 50. The guy's been around catching passes from Aaron Rodgers against the Bears, mind you, for the better part, for more than a decade, actually, at this point. Yes, I school like literally it's it's been that long but yeah uh, that that's insanity but I, Mooney, dude I, that guy irritates me like this yeah <laughs> and let's just establish this too just because you see a brown blob on a screen that whoever was commentating decided to circle with a yellow highlighter on the screen so he could say i think that's the ball like this is gonna be a touchdown does not mean that it's the ball okay do you know how many people's arms that could have been like, there's no way that was – there's no way you could reverse that call. If they had a call that a touchdown, it would have been a touchdown. If they had a call that – if they called it a non-touchdown, it was going to not be a touchdown. Okay? It, Don't be was, mad at the refs. Be mad at the fact that you were lined up seven yards off the line of scrimmage with your quarterback and then just ran straight without even a lead blocker because Montgomery missed. So, get out of here. I'm, uh, even, that, it, even that makes the game, you know, at best 27 to 17. No, Packers. you really think that's a good, they're going to win the game after that? No, Aaron Jones is going to gash you up for another eight yards of carry. We're going to go down and at least get more points. Like, it's just... <sighs> no. Bears it, it fans, was, man. Yeah. Bears fans, I tell you. If any of you guys are listening, uh, uh, in the nicest way possible, you guys stink. Uh, if you're a logical one, I, I tip my hat, but you guys are kind of like Cowboys fans to me where it's... And, and again, it's so annoying when like 
that the excuse is after like I'll talk all week talking hey, beat the Niners you know we'll see Sunday night and then the expected happens no it's, it's not even well, at that point here it's not even at the rebuilding year point now they just say you guys still suck too you lost to the Vikings and it's like it's like, okay. What is that accomplishing? Yeah, if we, if we lost to the Vikings and we suck, how bad are you? Yeah. <laughs> You're worse than us and the Vikings? Yeah. You're now four, probably fourth in the NFC North this year. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're and, it's, and it's not going to be close, dude. I, I hope that Detroit goes and beats them twice, honestly. I, I really do. Detroit's built to beat them twice, too. Yeah, they built. are. They really oh. are. I hope the Bears go one in sixteen. I'm sick of get cutting them slack because they've been bad for so long. I, I'm I'm over it. I hope they're bad. I just hope a couple teams are worse so they don't get the shot again. Grant, they're probably gonna get a top player. They're not taking a quarterback. I'll say. I I was like, you know what? They're not taking a quarterback anyway. Because Fields isn't even the Fields isn't even the problem at this point. The problem is the fact that Fields is only allowed to throw the ball eleven times. Yeah, and there's really no good play designs for him. Like they just, they literally no. don't want to use. I mean, him. look, 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 look. To play Dell's advocate, it's week two. Coaches find their groove as the year goes on, just like players do. Yes, I I just really did not like. Right? Hey, being a Packers fan, it was just it was Tuesday. Like they're gashing us in the run game. Like why would you go away from that? Because then they went back to it, and it was still gashing us. So it's like. As a coach, I don't know how you can logically be like, all right, this is working. Let's change it up. Uh, Why? Why? Because that's how we dominated the rest of the game. Um, And you can pin it on their defense. Just the fact that I would say our 27 points is uh, closer to like um, a a better, if you will, like score. Because like the Dolphins, for instance. They got the 42, but they were throwing the ball. So they're just moving it at a quicker rate, less times off the clock. We were chewing clock, and it was kind of like not only were we rolling, we had two sh- like shots in the foot. There was the fumble that, you know, missed snap from Christian Watson. I think our, I think it was a center miscommunication. Yeah, it hit. It wasn't back. Christian. I don't think it was Watson. It was Allen's. I think fault. it just yeah, hit, it, it just it, hit it, his shoulder, which, by the way. The why does Rodgers dive on that, dive for that ball? I have no idea. That was Why does he not? No, why said? does he? Oh, um, yeah. Like, you know, uh, Drew, I got some Drew Brees with the Chargers flashbacks as I saw that happening. But um, Oh, yeah. In the history, he's gotten hurt with the Bears because they just want to try and take him down, you know? Yeah. Uh, but you know what, man? I, I, the bottom line, it was a it was a good old Packers beatdown. Um Let's beat down the Bears. Let's beat them at will. We're, we're a better passing team. But you know what? Let's just run it on them just to make them mad. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. You know, the Bears are bad. Nothing new. Um, NFC North, Vikings are clearly the number one team still uh, on paper. Um, and on time, paper. Will, t- time will tell. Um, I'm waiting on this uh, kickoff here tonight to uh, prove myself right. But uh, we'll uh, – I think this is a good place to wrap, man. I think uh, I agree. I, I think totally agree. Uh, I will. We will reconvene on Wednesday to recap uh, the primetime games. I will say this for the Sunday for the Sunday slate. We both went seven and seven, um, and then we both do have the Bills and Eagles uh, tonight. So that puts us at about 
Um, I will be 12 and 18 on the year so far without the two games tonight, and you are 13 and 17. Um, so tight race, uh, both still under 500, but uh, um, we could uh, make up some ground here. Go if we both hit. But Bills and Eagles take care of business tonight. We'd be nine and seven. We make up some ground on that five hundred mark. Five hundred for the week is good. You know, progress is progress. We'll, yeah. we'll eventually get over. We're, we're fine in our groove. You know, week one's hard. You know how many fluke things happen in week one too. Oh my gosh. It's week one. Come on. It's week one. It's week one. It's week one. And uh, yeah, so uh, I think this is a good place to wrap, man. I'll uh, agree. We'll uh, watch some football. Yeah, watch some Monday Night Football. Games on a Monday night. Let's go. Watch the Vikings lose, one. hopefully. Oh, yeah, yeah, Let's go Philly. Can't believe yeah. that's it. That wow. Time. Yeah. All right, man. Sounds good. I'll uh, yep, catch you next. One. Catch you on Wednesday. No doubt. Appreciate all that's listening. Take care, bro.